Welcome to the four day week podcast, a short podcast about shorter work weeks. I'm your host, Nick Palmer, the CEO of House of Brand Group, a leading Australian strategic insights consultancy based in Sydney, but with people all around Australia. In this podcast series, we want to share a wide variety of perspectives on the benefits and the challenges of shifting to a four-day working week. Today we're talking to Phil McParlane, founder of 4dayweek.io, the world's first job board exclusively for roles with a shorter working week. We're going to be talking to him about why he set it up initially, some of the trends he's seen, as well as chatting more generally about all the big and small benefits of a world with more time. Welcome back to the Four Day Week podcast. Today I'm joined by Phil McParlane. Phil, lovely to have you on the pod. Likewise, Nick. Good to be here. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. So Phil is the founder of fourdayweek.io at the time of recording the world's largest four-day week job board. Previously, he worked as a data scientist and software engineer at Microsoft, Yahoo, and SolarWinds. After feeling disengaged with the nine-to-five, Phil quit his job in 2020 to build Four Day Week IO, a job board for jobs with better work-life balance. So the main idea behind this podcast series is about sharing some of the benefits and learnings of four-day working weeks. But why I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation is to hear all about just how much demand is out there, how much supply there is, or, or you know, how much kind of this is a movement already, I guess, and really interesting to hear some of the kind of trends you're seeing, Phil. So um, so do you want to start off by telling us a bit about um, the inception of your mm-hmm. job board, your company, and how it started, why you started it, etc.? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of mostly from my own pain in some ways. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to, to work four days a week, right? I, um and then when I looked into the research behind it you know when you think of the four-day week it's still like a kind of taboo uh, idea it's still got mm. notions of you know being lazy and all the rest of it but I started looking into research and you know the productivity increases there's loads of benefits absenteeism drops it's better for hiring I'm not going to list them all but it was, it was a very interesting concept um but there was very few companies that offered it and they were very hard to find really, to be honest with you. So the first version of the website, I put it together in like honestly two days or something. And it was just a landing page promoting the idea of a shorter working week and just a form. You know, if you're a job yep. seeker, you're interested or if you're a company that offers it, get in touch. Um, and kind of in hindsight, it's pretty obvious, but there was a lot of interest from the job seeker um, yep. side. But there was also some companies that offered it, um, which I was kind of somewhat surprised about. Um, so yeah, I just put a website together and two and a half years later, this is, I guess, where I am. <laughs> yeah, so kind of 2020 time-ish, was it? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like properly in the midst of the pandemic, yes. which, you know, that's when a lot of changing views on the workplace where we're happening like do you remember when remote work was like a, a dirty word it was like yeah, yeah. A, another way of work, saying working from working home, from home. home. You know, it's, it's yeah. funny to think about that uh, yeah but it was that was right in the midst yeah. of it so caught it at that time i guess the change in a viewpoint has been one of the benefits from covid not not many obviously but um, yeah and the 40 week has somewhat been boosted by it as well and see just even like the whole changing viewpoints on when people work and when people start i'm definitely a night a night owl probably quite an extreme night owl as i'm sitting doing this podcast at midnight <laughs> but you know i i just work better um at night but the, the kind of traditional viewpoint of a nine to five doesn't really fit that model i don't fit into that model um so i guess many reasons why i started this website and past the top of my head Remote work uh, at one point was an amazing benefit that only 1% of companies offered. Yep. But then when COVID happened, 
everyone started offering remote work, which meant that there was no, you know, what's the next benefit that companies offer to attract talent? And, and yeah. one of them is a four-day work week. So it's kind of had this really small domino effect uh, yeah. of yeah. one of the reasons why a four-day week has, has grown. But yeah. Do you feel like you were setting up more for employees to be able to find the jobs or more for um, employers to be able to find the employees or was it genuinely I mean, just to a kind on, of a both to be honest with you at the beginning it's, and it still is in some ways there's way more employees than there are companies since it's kind of um, been going for the last couple of years there's now about 300 companies or something on the website and it's definitely expanded it's like any market there's supply and demand and eventually you hit an equilibrium but it's still yeah. at the moment there's more people who want it than companies that offer it for sure. I guess there are more workers out there than there are companies. That kind of makes sense in a way. But and and are you are you are you global or I mean I'm sure you have skews to certain markets, especially given yeah. where you started. But are you kind of it's global? funny? I mean, I'm based in Scotland, um, and I didn't set out to attract the US market, but there's been way more interest from from America, uh, and I, I thought a lot about this. I think in some ways it's just because, you know, work-life balance and kind of working conditions in the US are typically pretty bad. I mean, yep. see coming fresh to this as someone who has no recruitment experience and just seeing companies flaunt two weeks of paid vacation per year yeah. <laughs> as it's like some sort of amazing benefit. It was a real eye-opener, um, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, so I think the, the four-day week is just so extremely different to the working culture in America compared to Europe where, okay, we're not working four-day weeks, but it's not untypical to work 35 hours a week, you know, yep. to, for that to be a contracted uh, role. So I think at the moment it's, it's definitely more US focused on the company side and the job seeker side, interestingly. And I think honestly from the, the company side, it's just, the reason is attracting talent. It's just unbelievable <laughs> for recruitment, really, at the moment, as you can yeah. probably imagine. It, it can be interesting how, obviously, there's been a lot of tech layoffs recently. Um, you mm. know, we're recording this in October 23, but it'd be interesting to see how some of that dynamic or how that whether that how that dynamic holds as mm -hmm. it shifts more to being, you know, that the supply starts to maybe outstrip the demand a little bit in terms of more mm -hmm. people out there than there are jobs, if that happens. I was going to say, um, it's just it's interesting, like the, the tech layoffs. I've spoke to quite a lot of people who have worked at Facebook, Google, whatever, over the last couple of years. And a lot of people have just had a what is life moment. <laughs> yeah. Think during COVID, the pandemic, and just kind of reevaluating, do I really need more money or would I prefer a little bit more time? And I think that's... Yeah. Again, it does come back to COVID. It's, it's kind of mad how this has played out. But it's definitely starting in tech. Most of the companies are tech-focused. But um, it isn't to say that it isn't grown into other sectors. There's been a lot of pilots recently, you know, bringing lots of companies together, doing the switch at the same time. And they come from, you know, it's factories, fish and yeah. chip shops, yeah. <laughs> everything in between. <laughs> Interesting to see how it plays out. So how does it all work? You just kind of just like a classic job board. There's jobs there and there's and there's people yeah. there. Is a classic marketplace or does it work slightly differently? Or Pretty much. I mean, it's your normal job board. You've got people looking for jobs and companies hiring. I mean, it is a kind of crazy hiring market at the moment, as I'm sure you know. It's like everyone's well in the tech sector anyway. Yeah. A lot of people, companies have just paused. So yeah. definitely leaning towards more the, the supply side of uh, you know, 
people looking. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of almost already see it slightly shifting. It's been very interesting actually to sit on the other side of the fence. Usually I'm the one applying for jobs. Yeah. But now I can see, you know, people applying and the volumes changing over time and like it's, it's it moves fast and <laughs> these markets yeah. move very quickly. So I've yeah. seen kind of feast and famine. But at the moment it's um just traditional job board, post a job get some applicants and you've seen exponential growth in terms of people on you know companies and employees it kind of correlates pretty well with when the pilots happen which is kind of yeah, okay so yeah. like see when see when like 50 companies make the switch and it's all over bbc cnn all the rest of it and it's just the, the thing about the four-day week is it's almost like clickbait you know it's like almost too unbelievable to be true uh, yeah news outlets love talking about it on the yeah. right and the left which is yeah. mad yeah so yeah definitely correlates with the, the pilots but saying that it's definitely a it's, it's a bull it's a bull market it's, it's on the rise yeah you compare search volume two years ago it doesn't compared to what it is now it's much much higher that's what this podcast is all about is trying to trying to champion it more give people more information and house of brand we've been doing four day weeks for oh, 18 months now april last year and just i'd have clients or people who are interested in doing it in their companies caught you know saying hey can i have a chat to see how it works what are the you know trying to convince people internally um, and i was like this is crazy to just have these conversations one-on-one i mean i'm happy to have those conversations in one-on-one but why mm-hmm. do i have mm-hmm. these conversations in the open and the public and so that more people can learn and that's i guess where this podcast came from really is trying to help push things along when you say oh we're doing it they're like oh really someone's actually doing it. like people are still slightly surprised it's actually happens <laughs> and happens in in whatever industry you're talking to at the time. And I think, you know, because that's the common thing is, ah, oh, yeah, but it wouldn't work for our industry or I can't see how it works mm. at my company and things. But um, but there's really good case studies from all sorts of industries, billable hours, industries, everything that where, where it obviously really works. But The way I like to think about it as well is that, um, you know, you go back a few hundred years, we, we worked seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we worked six days uh, yeah. like pre-war time. And then, you know, the whole Henry Ford movement of worker rights and the unions, et cetera, moved it to five days. If it goes seven, six, five, I would bet my house that it's going to go for eventually, yeah. you know, especially with all the, I mean, we talk about COVID and the kind of change in viewpoints in the workplace, but you know, AI has come out yeah. of not nowhere, but I mean, it's going to change the workplace completely. It's already changing my workflow. It's making just me code faster. I can write faster, et cetera. We originally started stopping for a day for religious reasons, right? And that was it, mm. right? Let's have a day of rest for religious reasons. Who said it should be five and two? Who said who who even said a, who said what a week is anyway? Like, but you know, so yeah, exactly. Like, um, so so it's kind of completely arbitrary, and I completely agree with you on AI and things like that. The opportunity with AI is not, you know, obviously I was stealing our jobs, but or what about if it's doing the stuff that we don't like doing and we can actually spend more time? Mm. It only becomes a problem if we want to try and replace that time we were working with more work. But why why would you? What's the point? Exactly. Um, it will be the norm fairly soon, I think. I would say so. What else do you have on your website? Do you have like tools, research, anything like that that people can use or links to other I stuff? Mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of resources. One part of it was about building SEO presence if you want to get technical, you know, driving art, getting yep. traffic by writing articles on topics about the 4D week. But the major two things are the jobs and, and the companies, just listing them out and being very like transparent about, you know, how many hours a week do you expect to work? Uh, what is the vacation policy? What benefits do you offer? 
offer. It's been very transparent. Like it's 2023 and still even putting a salary range on a job description is like crazy taboo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which yeah, is yeah. pretty mad. Um, so it's, the, the whole thing about it is just about, about being transparent. You know, if it's an eight till six, four day week, no problem, but it needs to be, it needs to write that it's 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. Um, preferably, you know, the gold standard is 9 p.m. to 5 p.m. That's what the whole movement is about. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean... One another part is the benefits, just listing the benefits out. It's been very clear. I've been trying to build up this kind of pros and cons and putting some cons up there as well for if there's enough research behind them. Um, but yeah, most people are there for the jobs, if I'm being honest with you. I do two newsletters per week and I try and give a little bit of thought or whatever you want to call it on the four-day week. Uh, so that's one of my inputs to it. But people just want a four-day week job, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Do you... um? assume that the companies who are posting jobs there are also posting other places like whether that's you know seek or linkedin or any of the yeah. kind of local equivalents so that there's probably not at this stage at least people who are only hiring through you but again maybe that will change in time it's funny like see the, the thing about um the 4d week is it's not a filter on any major job platform yet you can't yeah. go on linkedin and just filter for 4d week so if you've got a 4 are you, week, are you hoping the they way, do that or hoping they don't do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's probably good for everyone. I think yeah. to be honest with you, it brings yeah. awareness to it. But you know, if you've got a 4 week, which is the most unbelievable benefit that 99% of people want, but only 1% of companies offer. If you've got one, it literally becomes a footnote in the bottom of your job yep. description, which is yep. just bananas. They do post on LinkedIn, but the kind of feedback that I get is that, you know, when you really promote the four-day week and it's in your face, like putting it on fourdayweek.io, you just attract people you might not <laughs> been able to attract before. People kind of come out the woodwork. There's this saying in recruitment, uh, you know, the best people don't apply for jobs, yeah. which is very true, by the way. Um, yeah. But if you have a four-day week, it's almost too tempting. It's just like, you know, you're getting 50% more weekend. It's not a small incremental change. It's like a very big one. <laughs> So, yeah, I heard that, that. I heard that stat the other day. I'd never really thought about it in that way, and I heard it the other day. Maybe it was maybe it was from one of your LinkedIn posts. But yeah, if there's fifty percent more weekend, it's like when you put it like that, it's like yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. But it's more than. But but I think it's it, it's technically fifty percent. But I don't know what your experience is like. But mine are. It feels like a lot more than fifty percent, right? It really that 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 weekend feels totally different in terms of it doesn't just feel like an extra day it feels like and i think partly because it's every week so you know when you're yeah. you know in the old kind of days of when you were working five days and you had public holidays and like and you're like oh great i've got this three-day weekend it's like and you try and get crammed so much into that extra day i must mm. make use of this extra day whereas when you do it every week you can kind of have some days where you go i'm just gonna you know I'm just going to get some chores done this week t today and other days where mm -hmm. you go, I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to whatever, you know, go out for lunch or, or I go surfing, which you probably don't do much of in Scotland, but, um, <laughs> but um, you know, just, and it's like, Oh, I can leave that for next week. Cause I've got another day off next week. I actually, you actually come to um come to resent public holidays because everybody's off or everyone else is off. It's like, what? Where's my, <laughs> like everything's that's my Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my, yeah. Easter Friday is like mm. the worst day in the year. Cause it's like, ah, oh, that's my Friday. Um, well, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, not every company takes the Friday as well. It's definitely a bit of variation. I would say most do, and yeah, um, maybe Monday is second. But a lot of companies do the Wednesday off, which is kind of 
crazy because you never work more than two days in a row, which is just kind of mad. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, constant breaks. But I don't know if then that maybe stops the flow. I'm not sure. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's it, it's interesting. And like, I mean, the old world version of this was working parents who work part time to look after children and mm. what day do they take and the troubles of getting daycare for different days and actually if you were happy to take Wednesday off you're and you could pick whatever daycare you wanted because because mm. everyone wanted Monday or Fridays off as a day they didn't have their kids in daycare but um but I, yeah it, it obviously different things work for different people um to me the ability to make that weekend longer is is one of the crucial mm. things um rather than it just being a, a kind of a flow break in the in the middle but yeah we toyed around with different I mean, it was a pretty quick decision to make it Friday for us rather than nice. Monday. Monday would feel like you're always behind the eight ball. Uh, you're always catching mm. up. Um, yeah, I mean, you touched on a few things there that just came into my mind. I mean, just the benefits of the 40 week. Uh, I'm not going to do the manifesto, but there are so <laughs> many little ones like that you maybe don't really think about when you first think of 40 week. You know, one of them is like childcare. I don't know how expensive it is in australia but it's quite Very. expensive you know <laughs> you know to like have your child watched uh even one day a week so you know you bring that cost down by having that extra day off and you speak about part-timers as well i hadn't thought about this one either but a company that i spoke to recently who've got a four-day week and he was saying that you know it really levels the playing field yeah. for part-time workers you know yep. if you're working three days a week and you're competing with people that are on five days i say competing you know your other yeah colleagues yep it's very hard to get promoted. It's very hard. You feel maybe a little bit more insignificant if you're not working full-time hours. If they're working four days and then you're working three days, it's not as much of a, a difference, you know? So, yeah, there's lots of little tiny nuances that just add up to, you know, so many benefits. And then you think about it from a world perspective. What does what a world with more time look like? And that's a real kind of, you know, mind trip because you can think, you know, it's better for the elderly. You know, you can yep. look after your grandparents or whatever it is. Um, it's better for kids, obviously, with the child child care. It's yep. better for traffic. You know, there's less yep. cars on the roads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Better for the environment. There's le less output. There's been a lot of research on, you know, when you work less hours, do you consume less? And the answer is kind of yes. You've got you've got less petrol to pay for less travel less eating out and yep. more local spending as well which is quite interesting yep. better for healthcare. you know imagine a, a world that was because i mean one of the facts of the 40 week that you, it's hard to kind of argue against is people sleep better they're yep. healthier their mental yep. health is better yep. so it takes pressure off the healthcare system um and yeah you can volunteer if you want there's more time for volunteering there's just a lot of little micro things that kind of add up to i think it would just be a, a better world to live in but one of the the big things that, that got me into it was just reading up on the research about climate change and like you know transportation accounts for something mad like 40 percent or 35 percent or something of you know, greenhouse emissions yeah and all the studies that have happened with the 40 week pilots the one in america i'm going to the numbers slightly wrong but it's like the american employees they traveled like 24 percent less or something yeah and if you think about it <laughs> that's a big big chunk that's a huge amount of um, co2 emissions that are just kind of huge. wiped out overnight almost for free in some ways um, yeah 
so yeah, I, I know I'm kind of simplifying the world a little bit here, but I think people don't really appreciate that in our time of need, not to get too dramatic about it, that, you know, switching to a shorter working week would have an overnight change in, in greenhouse emissions and all that sort of stuff, but... Yeah, all those incremental yeah. little oh, all kind of pouring your water bottles out into your pot plants rather than pouring it down the sink and things like mm. that's that really incremental things. This is about a kind of a, a twenty to twenty five percent reduction in some of these yeah. things. Like it's it's exactly it's a, it's a massive step. It could it could be a massive step change in, yeah. in the way people do things. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I just want to see that the forty week becomes more. You know, prominent. I, I mean, honestly, when I was getting into all this, personally, I would have been happy to take a small reduction in salary if I could get a 40-week job. But that's the thing that just blew my mind. There's not even really that option a lot of the time. Yep. <laughs> even that yep. is like hard to come by. Um, and it's funny, like I just find the whole you kind know, of societal view on work and kind of being perceived laziness or whatever it is the kind of taboo that exists you know it's very common to go into a performance review and ask for like a 10% wage rise or a 20% wage rise but if you then ask for a 10% reduction in time the yeah. person's just going to like almost fall off their chair it's just yeah, like yeah, so it's very, shocking yeah. yeah you know it's very taboo so yeah. that was kind of another reason that I just got into. I just think we live in this really old-fashioned view of work and what work is, and you know, productivity has increased massively on over the last fifty years. Like the amount of output that we can do now compared to what our, you know, uh, grandparents could do is just you can't compare it really. I would just like to see it normalised, even if it is for a slight reduction in salary in the short term. I don't think it's the the long term view. It's, it's definitely not my long term opinion of it. But if it maybe like gets more companies into it, gets more, you know, buy-in from uh, companies, then I think it's better for all. That's a slightly controversial view in some uh, lines of the 40-week, I should say. Some people are the complete maximalists of, you know, we can't do anything to, to wages, which obviously is what we should be going for. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world if just you know, a little bit more leeway, a bit more flexible. I think it's also naive as well, because that will kind of naturally filter out Probably. anyway. I mean, so I, mm -hmm. I mean, I spoke to a guy running a startup the other day and he's like, I'm a startup. I can't afford to pay people as much as established companies. Mm -hmm. So it's a way of me being able to attract people and pay less. So, so you know, that, that is yeah. happening already anyway. I, I think the pragmatic approach you talk to of going, let's not be hard line on, no, you can't reduce salaries. It's just about, mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's just probably foolish. It's like any workplace benefit really, I guess, like when companies were often fully remote work from anywhere in the world, type benefits which at the time five years ago was kind of insane right like a yep. u.s company hiring whatever you want i'm sure they probably could offer a little bit less but now that everyone's doing it it you know just levels the playing field and salaries are probably there or thereabouts i'm sure if you could get hold of the data there'll be a big correction at some point right as that yeah, happens as it yeah. becomes less of a competitive advantage and therefore you suddenly have to offer salary more and things like that exactly. i mean we haven't reduced the salaries that we are offering people either for our current staff or when we go out there but we are finding ourselves in far fewer kind of bun fights for you know like where we're in a bidding war basically <laughs> because they're like no I, this is something i believe in and i really want to work here and so that we just don't get in those situations and that's a really good thing as well i didn't quite appreciate before i came into all this like you know the amount of effort and money that goes into recruitment and you know yeah. if you can keep people in a job for longer it's a huge savings because you, if you're constantly rotating people i, I read something recently it was um, Uber software engineers at Uber. They stay for an average of like 1.2 years or something ridiculous. 
and you yeah. think about all the costs and getting a recruiter, putting the jobs out, getting them oh, in, yeah. training them up, and then they leave. It's just like insane. So that's the thing about the 40 week. People just stay longer for a number of reasons. One of them is because when you go four days, it's very difficult to go five days. But also um, people are just less burnt out. They're more satisfied in the job. And yeah, it's just a better work-life balance, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we have we have had some people leave us since we've been doing four day weeks. Although I think that's partly we're also quite remote working. I think it's some younger people mm-hmm. who wanted that office vibe, but it's not. It it hasn't been the the kind of the the golden handcuff, so to speak, of like, well, I can't leave because I'll lose my four day weeks. Like for some people in some situations, particularly younger people, I think who yeah. maybe don't feel quite the benefit that people with kids and all that kind of have that they really get that family time and things like we haven't had anyone in a kind of a later life stage leave us since Mm. we've done four day weeks because for them it's so valuable no i totally agree i mean i'm as i was saying to you before i've got a one-year-old baby and sometimes i think like how did people how did people (laughs) do it's insanely you know tough just with one baby (laughs) working four days a week um but it's interesting as well on, on the flip side there's been a lot of surveys and Gen Z are the, the most, you know, the biggest backers of the four day week. Yeah. And that's like one of the main reasons that I think it's going to come soon because, you know, when Gen Z get older, they, they hit leadership positions, positions that can change policy. Uh, and if, you know, that, that generation is much more into better work-life balance, then you know, it's going to change. I think at the moment, one of the reasons it doesn't change is because it's the way we've always done it. The people in leadership are maybe not of that mindset on the whole, anyway, I should say, not, not every situation. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, when when the next generation comes to these positions, I think that's when we could get a, a good bit of change, but we'll see. We started talking about kind of family situations there and I've, I've read um, commentary on the fact that it will kind of help with gender equality and things. Do you think, think it's going to have some kind of impact there? You know, women are disproportionately the, the caregivers and families. And a lot of the time they can't take on full-time positions just because yep. they, they don't have the time. So it's, it's a massive leveler. Um, and, you know, I'm looking at some numbers here from the latest study. And, you know, men spent 27% more time looking after children, you know, when they did a 40-week it's kind of insanely yeah. it just balances domestic duties and all the rest of it. Um, and yeah. yeah, better for single parents, more time for that. There's just a lot of things that come when you have more time. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of, it's yeah. kind of nuts. I've got a final question to ask everyone. So if you had to convince someone that they should adopt or seriously consider adopting a four-day work week in their company, mm-hmm. what would be the one thing that you would tell them? I mean, the, the elephant in the room for everyone is that, oh, we're going to drop 20% of ours, so output is going to drop by 20%. You know, not, And I don't blame people for thinking that way. You know, four is a smaller number than five, but that isn't all, all the story there. You know, When you have less time, productivity increases. It's just like natural. It's built into how humans work. It's psychology. I mean, it's called Parkinson's law. And the, the, the way I like to think about it is, if you give me six months to study for an exam, I'll be making color-coded spreadsheets and it's all going to be, you know, a lot of fluff really that yeah. I don't need to do. If you give me six days, it's going to be all out action. Yeah. And that's kind of the same way that the four-day work week doesn't really impact output revenue. It's been shown many times. People just work 
faster when you have less time available to them. So that's that's the one thing. Obviously, there are many reasons, but that would be the, the biggest. Yeah, no, that's great. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Four is a smaller number than five. That is un- that is that is <laughs> that is correct. But okay, brilliant. So um, so where can we find you? What so it's fourdayweek.io. You can use the number or the letters if you want. Uh, it's normally the number fourdayweek.io. And then for the socials on all the social platforms, it's just forward slash fourdayweekio. Uh, and then on Twitter, if you're interested in my more personal ramblings, it's <laughs> Phil O Star, which is the worst name ever, and I won't get into it. But Phil O Star, anyway, like Ringo Star. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, okay, there got we it. go. Yep. Yeah. And in case people listen to this in five years time where people have forgotten what Twitter is, that would also be called X. Oh, but... it's called X.com, yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, Phil. It's been brilliant chatting to you and um, uh, lots of really, really interesting stuff to share. I, I hope everything keeps going because that means that the, the demand and supply is increasing uh, <laughs> until what, maybe one day we can search for things like that on LinkedIn. Oh, thanks for having me on, Nick. And yeah, the one thing I always like to kind of say is, now don't be scared to ask for a reduction in time. It doesn't need to be an increase in salary when you're going for the reviews. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thanks again, Nick. Brilliant. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for listening to the 4-Day Week podcast. Stay up to date about new episodes by following House of Brand Group on LinkedIn. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that new episodes with different perspectives on four-day work weeks turn up directly in your podcast feed. Catch you next time.